Sportsnet 590, The Fan. Welcome back to work for all of you that had a nice vacay yesterday. We were here. You missed us. A little ramp up process for us. Yeah, we just you know got the cobwebs out. Mm. Myself, because I was off. You never have cobwebs, Justin. Just oh, I had fully cobwebs. a professional. I have always. consistent, permanent cobwebs. Well, if you're waking up this morning, happy Fourth of July. Yesterday's a weird one. The day, like, it's like who claims the third? I saw people online arguing like it should be a joint citizenship holiday. If you're Canadian and you're also American, when do you celebrate? I, I don't in between? think I don't think we could ever win that battle. No, like they, you know, I I don't know that well. I don't know firsthand, but Americans do holidays way better than oh, us. Yeah, way better. Oh yeah. I mean, okay, so today's Tuesday. They've been partying for three days. No, like legitimately. And if you went to Nashville last week, you just didn't go back to work. I'm sure. You no. probably you're still in Tootsie's. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, 100% that party is, I mean, we talked to Frank. Frank might be the busy one, maybe yeah. one of the few, but even Frank was like napping on the couch yesterday. They uh, they definitely know how to throw a 4th of July. I think I did three out of four summer 4th of July. Really? At school. <laughs> you stuck, st- uh, stuck around? Stuck around. You stuck around or did you go two back? Two years I stuck around. Really? And one year I went back because What it was did that you good. do for two months? Don't worry Just about it. Just wait till July 4th? No, I was training like a no, varsity athlete. Come on. I was really? I was working summer hockey camps okay, in the So you have a job. I was like, you you just turned your back on Canadian no, 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 summer? No, no, no. Two well, the first summer I stayed as a freshman, I was training and I was like, you know, working camps. Second year was called sophomore summer, where all the sophomores stay on campus. Long story. Awesome. Sounds, Actually like insane. Sounds delightful. <laughs> insane summer. And then my junior summer I was here working, and then one summer I went back and did it up in Chicago, and that Ooh. was really fun. We did the, the the boat cruise, the river cruise. For July Fourth, yeah, it was amazing. Okay, it was so cool. What but goes yeah, they on know in how to Chicago, party. July Fourth. Oh, uh, you take we took the river boat cruise, you know, through Chicago and then out into Lake. They do something. Lake no, Michigan, they do something right? in the water for St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, that, that's for green water. Yes, and they don't dye it for Fourth of July. And then there's obviously red, massive. They should just like throw in red and white and blue dye and see what happens. Uh, it's <laughs> get brown, uh, <laughs> yeah. which is great. Uh, Chicago underrated heat in the summer. It like, was kind of disgusting. unbearable. I don't know why. It's like a little. It's like Toronto, but Sick. maybe a little colder. But Sick. in the summer, oh my god! That's what we were lucky. We we're out on this. I think Lake Michigan. I'm not mistaken. Uh, I believe. I believe you're right. Yeah, we we're out there, and it was like breezy enough. But the second you get back on land, you're like, <gasps> you feel mm. like you're in a deep dish pizza, like you're <laughs> yeah. in the bottom of it, sweating yes. away, and then meat and don't want to be inside a deep dish pizza so would like a deep dish pizza inside of me though there you go i think i might have had a couple that weekend um we will talk about justin and i were like you know what let's do a little american chat we're gonna do a little draft of your fourth of july american athletes that you'd want to bring to your barbecue a little later in this top hour so if you have any suggestions you can text it in yeah, t- uh, this was a bit of a challenge, honestly. Sort of going through it a little bit, like, uh, of course, we talked American about the NHL, athletes. the Canadians. Like, mm-hmm. I-, I was like, Canadians oh no, are way more they're, fun. they're Canadian. They're Canadian. Uh, that doesn't work because they're Canadian. Same goes with the NBA. I was like, a lot of Europeans are top of my list. Yeah. A couple Canadians top of my list, but there are a lot of Americans that I'd like at my Fourth of July there you party. Go. In the end, we found them. I just got had at to least take a little I while. got at least eight. So if we go five and five, I, I should be okay. If we have the same list. No, I have a couple. Right, we're not I got a couple list. randoms in there. Okay. Of course, today's a big day uh, for f- 
friend of the show, um, personal friend and close confidant of myself, Joy Chestnut. Mm-hmm. It is the Nathan's hot dog eating contest. Which allegedly began in 1916. Why allegedly? Well, it's, it's you have to go back and you got to prove it, and okay. it's not it's not fully set in stone. You don't trust the, the historical documents well, surrounding the hot dog eating contest. I wasn't around, contest? but they're working through it anyway. Well, you weren't around day. when you know the Edmonton Oilers last won Stanley Cup. No, I wasn't. But that's what they say. 1916. There's, there's, we can get through that. We're trying to figure it out officially, but nonetheless, big day for Joey, uh, friend of the show, friend of myself. I will have to probably just shoot. Does him a, Joey just a good have luck. it? Are you going to send him a good little good luck? No, <laughs> no, I won't. I, I don't know. I'm not convinced Joey still has it. I am not either, Justin. At some point, legends fall. As well, there's no way he doesn't win. Why? Does no one else have the ability no, to put back seventy plus no, hot dogs? Not even close. But I honestly, last year, I don't think, like, I think he's, I don't know. Is he on the decline? We'll get to it. Well, he came through Rogers Center, didn't eat a single hot dog. I know. And that's where I was like, is he a a fraud? A little alarming when the hot dog guy. Or was he saving it up? Maybe. But I was going to say today, I woke up and I was like, man, it's too bad the Blue Jays don't have a home game today. It would have been Looney Dogs on 4th of July. And we Mm. would all have done our part to support the Nathan's hot dog competition. So, I mean, a kind of a missed opportunity for the schedulers. I know we had Canada Day, but give us 4th of July. The one Canadian team. They're in Chicago. Team, They're feeling the heat in Chicago. There you go. The one Canadian team should get a 4th of July game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I always think it's funny when they have the new, they they um make the 4th of July hats and like the Blue Jays are like, what do we do? <laughs> it's just red. It's like red. Just, just not include the blue. Would you think that the they should have the stripes. an American styled hat for today even though they're canada's team they have americans on the team and it's the mlb i mean I'm, i wouldn't be offended by it i don't know why they wouldn't actually i i actually kind of think i know why they wouldn't because a lot of people would be upset with it but True. like why would you be upset with it who cares yeah there's a lot of americans but maybe you, americans i want to bring to my fourth of july party oh, there you go or you want to lure to play in, in toronto <laughs> that's Ooh, how you do I didn't, it i actually didn't have that's any how blue you do it you say no i don't have a single blue jay on my list might have to rethink anywho you didn't have kiermeyer do I even know you? I, I didn't pick him. It's okay, yeah. but maybe he's on my reserves <laughs> if people can't show up. Uh, so no Blue Jays last night. They had the day off, as, as you mentioned, there in Chicago, getting sticky for 4th of July. Can we talk about the Toronto Argonauts for a I second? was just about to say, but what was on the television last night was the Toronto Argonauts, and I almost went to the game on a whim. I was like, oh, there's no Jays tonight. What's going on in the city? Boom, Argos. Tickets are certainly affordable. And I didn't because I just spent a week gallivanting and I needed one night to do laundry didn't need another beer. and clean. Oh. Well, I just, you know, got to get your life back together. Yeah, okay. Anyway, so I didn't go, but I was watching it and the Argos 3-0 beating the BC Lions who were undefeated as well. Yeah, BC Lions. Like, I, I don't know exactly what's going on with the BC Lions, uh, but they looked pretty good on paper coming in. Looked like they had some momentum, but mm-hmm. Swag Kelly. I mean, it, it doesn't really matter because you're you're facing this Toronto Argonauts team. That's the best team in the city. Mm-hmm. I mean, repeat your boy Flair and Oramalade. Yep. He actually, I didn't I just think, say your boy Flo. Yeah, did my boy Flo? You don't have to say his full name. Like you don't say my my girl Alish Forfar. <laughs> Forzy. Okay, uh, but yeah, good thing cooking here. Uh, Vernon Adams Jr. for BC though five picks. I mean, it was yeah, was, it was, yeah, a, it was bit of a nightmare. A bit of a nightmare for him. But you got Jim <laughs> Kelly, the uncle of Swag Kelly, enjoying things in the stands. Uh, Argos are on a bit of yeah. a they're on a bit of a wave. And so you had conflicting thoughts that I did this morning. Because I said, first thing when we talked about Argos, I said, oh, I love the jerseys. I want one of those. Yeah, I don't like the jerseys. My birthday's next week. 
Uh, my question. Give me a I'm, I'm flow not you, number not, seven uh, Argos jersey. You should. I should just message Flo. him. You should message Flo. Give me a game worn one. If Flo gave you a game worn jersey, I, that'd be sick. I don't get the shoulders though. Like I didn't do the research mm. on this. Uh, they probably explained why yeah, there's sure like do. it looks like wing. It looks like the Alouettes logo or part of the Alouettes logo on their shoulders. I don't get it. I'm sure somebody is up this morning. If you know outraged. why the I bet Danielle knows on the shoulders. Of the new Argos jerseys are as such. Let us know in the text line five ninety five ninety. I but think like, they're it's really double nice. blue. It's double blue. The, I need a little blue. bit more double. There's of course a little bit of dark Here, blue in there. I just googled it and it took ten seconds. Okay, tell um, me, tell me what's going on then. Earlier this month, the team unve- unveiled new helmets based on Cambridge blue for the first time since nineteen sixty two. Blah 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 blah. The Argos boat logo returned. Example exemplifies the team's pull together mantra as okay. each oar works in unison, propelling that's, the boat forward. That's the helmet. Let me type in the word shoulder. It takes 10 seconds. Oh, here we go. Eh? The graphic design includes or six oars on each shoulder to represent the 12 players on the field and a single oar on each side of the pants that replaces the traditional stripe. The numbers are set to be influenced by the Royal Canadian Navy ship numbers that modernize and, wow, they put a lot of thought into this, and yeah. size to fill up the jersey. Inside the collar is the team's motto pulled together. The oars look like feathers. That's my issue. I, I, I kind of see it. They look like like Oregon ducks, you know how they look. Well, like how feathers? else are you going to make an like an oar is a weird shape? Be eh? Like you know, like a lot of people in like a cottage will have a single oar on the wall. You, like you yeah, don't want a one. single oar. We have an oar and it's painted Hudson's Bay. Oh yeah, yeah the stripes. Just big Hudson Bay guy. My or? mom is a huge Hudson Bay guy. What? what why? Everything why, she what? owns is Hudson Bay. Okay, she honestly like, probably kept the bay in business for longer okay. than most people. You just got her anything Hudson Bay, a tea towel. Is it the color scheme she yeah, likes, she or is it like, like I'm just supporting this company? No, 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 no. It's Good a, Canadian company. Both, probably, actually. She's okay. got every blanket. You know, there's different types of blankets. There's, like, the blue stripe, the red stripe. There's there's a gray one, and then there's a traditional Hudson Bay I stripe. I your mother made her own blankets. Yeah, well, she does, too, okay? Don't put her on blast. It's okay. 6 a.m. She's probably listening, <laughs> knitting. Now she's going to get out, and she's going to start making blankets. But she was so, she's big on, she's, <laughs> she's rattled now. She's got Hudson Bay everywhere. We, there's actually a room in the house that was like a Hudson Bay room in the cottage. Like, it's like oh. a, it's the Hudson Bay room. Do people, like, come in for the first time, like, they're claiming the Hudson Bay they're room? They're like, oh, that's really nice. people come, guess, and they yeah. claim a room? Anyway. In the Hudson Bay room. Shout out Hudson's Bay. My shout mom out, keeps you business. Shout out to the or on your wall. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, that's what's going on with the sleeves, Justin. Okay. All right. So they're not wings. They're oars. Pull together. Let's pull it together here. Let's pull it together. Um, all right. So we got <laughs> no Blue Jays last night. Argos just continuing to crush it. Uh, Luke Fox joins us at 7. Blake Murphy, 7.30. Chuck Fletcher, 8 a.m. And iconic moment in Canadian sports lore, Adam Hadwin, mm. who got tackled into... Oblivion. Oblivion, <laughs> who had a great weekend at the Rocket Mortgage Classic, will join us to wrap up the show at 8.30. And I got to ask him how, his, how it is like having a wife that's almost as famous as him. She's awesome on Twitter, so follow her. So that's our lineup for today. Uh, let's talk some Leafs, because William Nylander making headlines, maybe not for the best way ever. Um, mm. So according to some reports that Nylander and the Leafs are not in a good spot. They are a little bit far apart in terms of what's next. Um, Nylander believing that he is a $10 million player, while the Leafs view him more in the realm of eight. That's a bit different. Um, Obviously, we know this is a a bit of a holdup right now with what's going to happen with Nylander. They obviously have a big cap crunch. We know that. They currently couldn't play because they have too many people that are making too much money. They got to figure that out, but there are certainly ways to do that. Uh, 
but it's a bit uh, f- uh, not untenable yet. It's tiptoeing into untenable. Oh, we need uh, we need the tenable untenable spectrum. We <laughs> yeah, we do. The middle of what is it? Mid tenable. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, it hasn't graduated yet to untenable. Yes. Work on the actual stages Mid-tenable. there. Mid um, I don't know what you, how you said it there. He believes he's ten. They believe he's eight or in the eight range. So just go to nine. <laughs> exactly. Like sometimes it's that simple. It's like, uh, yeah, it's not arbitration. It's a compromise, though. Mm-hmm. And sometimes when you compromise, you can meet in the middle. I guess though, if he's steadfast in his belief that he's ten million, he's not taking any less. Well, you can maybe just punch your ticket out of town again. I think it's really simple with Nylander. He has to decide whether or not he wants to be paid like his perceived value Mm -hmm. or stick with this team because sometimes it's just as simple as that but i don't know this is another example of the eternal hierarchy failing the toronto maple leafs because you look at a team like the devils who just signed timo meyer and nylander is a better player than timo meyer so nylander can look at him and be like well you just i deserve more than 8-8 and he's probably right Mm -hmm. maybe a little bit more than 8-8 but timo meyer talks about hey i want to win and this is why i took a little less i don't know if you really took a little less or you're just in the ballpark of jack hughes who's clearly the best player on the team and is making less than that or is making less than what the toronto maple leafs best players are making mitch marner getting close to 11 right That's off the, the bat problem. john Tavares getting 11 yep. to come over here five years ago austin matthews getting whatever he wants and really it's not even a discussion it's just like oh let's try and get Nylander done so we can then announce matthews is what it <laughs> seems like because matthews is going to earn so much and you don't want to compare Nylander to matthews next contract let alone the one he's currently on like all those things feed into it but Nylander is in that realm where you're a great player that deserves to flirt with 10 million but if it's 10 million it's probably a little too much and somebody else will give him 10 million and that's why uh, I think yeah. somebody else would give him 10 okay, million. Okay, so, and this is part of it too. Like, if he gets to free agency and it's 10 times seven, that's 70 million. If he just signs eight times nine and a half, yeah. you know, it's pretty close. I mean, it's better than the 70 million you can do in terms of real dollars. Mm-hmm. So, uh, again, it, it's. It's a negotiation. So why wouldn't he start at this point? Why wouldn't he be like, this is what I deserve. Let's talk and let's maybe meet in the middle eventually. But you don't do that until the pressure's on. And unfortunately, in a season where he doesn't have to sign a contract for another 360 days or so uh, before he gets cut loose or Mm -hmm. can be cut loose, can extricate himself if he wants to, uh, there's not really any pressure. And that, I guess, is problematic until they say, hey, Nylander, we're trading you this week unless you get something done here. Something in the nines to me was has been totally fine. I think 10 just gets a little scary. What is it? Let's say 9-5. Nine, nine, like you sign that in a heartbeat. Do you sign that with a little bit of thought process? And you mentioned a good point about Matthews. Like it's just whatever Matthews wants, he's getting at this point, right? It seems. You know, we're not really second guessing it but i also say that i feel like the temperature around the matthews conversation has just been quieter because every insider says no he's gonna sign yeah, it's like good. They, no it's good it's, fine. Yeah. it's good like they're gonna figure it out and maybe he understands that he, he doesn't have to get like the groundbreaking he just got to get the most whatever that's like thirty-two thousand dollars more get, get your number yeah. right like it seems like they're going to find a relationship here, but it really does feel with William Nylander that, and we've seen this before with their contract negotiations, and maybe that's like why there's a little bit of second guessing when you're a Leafs fan thinking if there's going to be a future with William Nylander is because 
it doesn't seem he he's comparing himself to those players on his team. But I don't blame him. Like Yeah, he's, I don't blame him. He's been underpaid for he has the last been couple seasons. Extremely underpaid. And I think the one thing, like I'm all for signing the deal because it just you stop talking about it. You get this year, which is very, very important mm-hmm. to try and win this year when you got one year deals with Tyler Bertuzzi and Max Domi. And I guess John Klingberg, like it's this year is very, very important. If you get to the point where you have to trade William Nylander, you tell yourself you have to trade William Nylander, then you lose out on his last most valuable season, at least in terms of his contract status. $6.9 million for William Nylander this year is an unbelievable uh, opportunity you don't want to pass up. Or it's, it should be a major, major advantage to you in your team building process that William Nylander has one more year of being severely underpaid. So you sign him now, get this drama over with, because mm-hmm. it can get into the uncomfortable like relationships being a little bit strained, which it might have been already, who knows, and then see what happens next year. But I, I also think $6.9 million now... If he signed a nine point five in four years, it could feel like six point yeah. nine million. Well, with the cap the cap's going supposed up, to go up like what eight million? You might not feel great about it years? in yeah. the first year of the deal when John Tavares is still making money, but when the cap goes up five million, mm-hmm. and then another five million, mm-hmm. and then another five million, and It'll you get good. you get to that point where all of a sudden there's money in the system, and William Nylander is six years left at nine and a half million dollars, and he's scoring thirty five to forty goals per year. You're going to feel like that's $6.9 million. And that's why Nylander's fighting for it, because he's the one who missed out last time to a certain extent, or at least in the context of the Toronto Maple Leafs. He was the one who didn't get paid like everybody else. Mm-hmm. He got paid like everybody else in terms of like the league-wide focus. Nathan McKinnon was making six forever. David Pasternak was making six forever. And now they're not, but... Nylander deserves a raise, should get close to $10 million. If he doesn't get to $10 million, make it 9 and a half and playing for the Toronto Maple Leafs, that might be the best that's option for Willie. But again, that's with. up to him to decide in the mm-hmm. end. So we'll see what happens. Obviously, this has been a pretty hot topic in Leafs land. Um, I don't really know the timeline on it. Like, if they're still having the same conversation, 10 and 8, it's like someone someone's going to have to bend the knee a little bit. I think you want to keep it under 10. Look, my theory is if you just sign him, He's never going to have diminished value. Like if the cap goes up, what, what it's supposed to do, mm-hmm. there might be another panic. Who knows? Whatever. Oh, something, God, Justin. I'm just saying something crazy could happen that reroutes everything. But <sighs> Nylander signed to eight years now, a 40-goal scorer. Yep. It's not like he's going to be untradeable. It's not like it's going to be People Eric Carlson. People want him, yes. The cap is going up. He is a star player. He can, have, he can score 40 goals. If he's at $9.5 million, and you decide, hey, we got way too much money up front here. We need to pay some other guys. It's just not working with William Nylander. It's not like there's going to be no suitors. You could turn around tomorrow and trade William Nylander I'm sure for the market Carolina value. Hurricanes would find a way to grab them. Yeah, they're they're grabbing everybody. everybody. Yeah, but they'll figure it out. But yeah, <laughs> there's going to be a team out there that's going to be like, yeah, I'll make a hockey deal with you. So if you yeah. just sign him and put an end to the shenanigans that could be ahead here, <laughs> mm-hmm. You avoid all that. You get William Nylander this season when you want him. You try it again the next year and see if everything can work. The cap goes up. All of a sudden, you have financial freedom. You feel better about it. But then if you don't feel good about where you're at, you run into the same wall over and over again. William Nylander doesn't perform in the playoffs, and you just decide you need to recalibrate and redistribute talent or redistribute where you put funds, then trade him then. You'll get market value for William Nylander at $9.5 million on an eight-year deal. You can't include full no trade protection. You got to mm-hmm. avoid that one. Mm-hmm. But if he's going to make, 
if he's going to give anything back, maybe it's that because he doesn't want to give back money. No. Okay, so they got a little bit of time, but uh, hopefully they just meet in the middle. Okay? It's not that hard. It really isn't that hard, meeting in the middle. Listen to us, capologists. One wants 10, one wants 8. What's in between They're just those? like, guys, guys. Guys, let me help you out. It's simple. You want 10. They want you for 8.5. 9.25? Uh, perfect. Why not? Sign me up. Look at us. We Who's going to be upset with 9 and 9.5? We could be the GMs of the Toronto Maple Leafs. Um, okay, so we got lots of Leafs stuff to go through, too. Uh, yesterday, a two-hour episode of 32 Thoughts, the podcast dropped. Those Man. guys grind doing harder. God's, they're doing God's work. Harder than anyone. Um, sifting through, they basically went through every single team. So if you care about listening to the Anaheim Ducks conversation, you, you get a little tidbit of everything. Uh, but obviously, the Maple Leafs stuff, kind of uh, the forefront. Not into Ducks talk? <sighs> They might have a Ducks talk uh, down in Anaheim this morning. Mm. There's some some drama actually Big happening. Fantilly takes happening. Yeah, there, no, there's Ducks talk. Right there's now. some spice happening online with one of our friends. And oh the Ducks. yes, yes. Actually, Ducks talk maybe worth. Yeah, today there's going to be t- Ducks talk. You might have to just explain. go on Twitter. Okay, well, Frank Cervelli, <laughs> our friend Frank Cervelli, is in trouble. The uh, he's in well, trouble. No, no. He's standing by. He's sticking to his guns. Yes, and he rightfully so. He can do whatever he wants. Uh, let me just pull it up properly because I don't want to misquote this. KO Sports, who represents John Gibson, mm-hmm. put out a statement last night on Twitter um, basically saying that what Frank had said on his on a podcast. Which was that John Gibson had played his last game. Had Ducks. said, quote, like, never wants to play another game for the Anaheim Ducks again was mm-hmm. extremely false. And, like, put out the statement, like, calling for Frank Saravelli. And Frank responds with, like... Hey, buddy, uh, this has happened before where you've called me out and I was right. So we'll see what happens with Frank versus KO Sports. That's the biggest battle on the internet right now. Yeah, it's a good one. It's like it's Twitter into. versus Elon Musk. <laughs> and now it's Frank versus KO Sports. KO Sports, yeah. Anyway, um, so there's your Ducks talk for you the day. You know what side we're on. Yeah, go Team Frank. Okay, so we've got Elliot talking about Max Domi. Now, if you want to wake up and run through a brick wall... You got to listen to Max Domi, the newest Maple Leaf, living out the hometown kid dream. What do you have to say about being a Toronto Maple Leaf? I think the thing here to realize is that Max Domi, he wants this to be his NHL home for a long time. He wants to be a Leaf. He's got the bloodlines to be a Leaf. He'll do anything to stay a Leaf. He never wants to leave here. It's a powerful motivator, and that's a major reason he's here and they wanted him. They know that. Oh, he'll do anything to be a Leaf. <laughs> he never wants to leave the city of Toronto. I am legitimately excited for the Domi. I actually believe it too. Like, of course people were, okay, this is ridiculous, Twitter. They were resurfacing the quote when Max Domi played for the Montreal Canadiens mm-hmm. and was asked about the Toronto Maple Leafs and he right. went like full heel and was like, oh, the Leafs suck, I'll never play. Whatever he said, the Leafs suck, I hate the Leafs, Montreal's yeah. better, we have more cops. Of course he was going to say that. He was playing with Montreal Canadiens. He was trying to spark this like feud and if, and you can see he, the twinkle in his eye yeah, that he didn't even really believe a bit. it. I imagine he said, actually, I really love the Leafs. I respect that franchise. Like, of course he had to be the heel. Yes. And so obviously now he gets the opportunity to post these cute photos of him and Ty. And everybody's resurfacing the photos we talked about yesterday on the internet of him on the ice and the Leafs jersey. It's perfect. Hometown kid. A dream to play. I like how True Living said it. Was, I'm paraphrasing, but he's like, it's not about cute photos, even though we just yeah, said it, it was cute. about a few photos. It wasn't about cute photos. This is like... 
we like we really like Max Domi. Yeah. Like that's what it and I love that. I I there's a lot this is kind of the perfect uh setup, right? Yeah. Like it could be a great, great story. It could work out beautifully. He is what they need in a lot of ways. A left winger with some grind can play center. Max Domi, if you got the Max Domi that played for the Dallas Stars in last year's playoffs, mm-hmm. he is going to help you not only just in the regular season, but in the playoffs too. He is I think he's better than Michael Bunting. Yeah. Like 100%. I would rather have him than Michael Bunting. Michael Bunting got three times three and a half. Max Domi's coming over here on a one-year deal. But he has a lot of the grind that Michael Bunting's trying to imitate in, in a lot of ways. And maybe Bunting can score more goals, and he will probably score more goals. But I think Max Domi gives you a little bit of what you're missing, a little bit what you, if you didn't have last year. And there's also that backstory in the context of being Domi. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's going to motivate him just as Elliot Friedman said, and I, like, we were surmising that before, but Elliot laying it out like that, he's going to be playing for his next contract to start in game one yep. to continue being a member of this team. This is what he wants. At least this is what he wants right now. And I hope that he's not jaded like a Ryan O'Reilly by the end of it, oh, God. but I don't think he's going to shy away. I think this is what he's always wanted, and he's not going to just let this opportunity slip. I think it's a great situation for the Leafs. Getting a motivated version of a player that they need is a real potential slam dunk. My only bone to pick is he went number 11. Yeah, no, 11 doesn't pop that much for me either. Zach Hyman. Oh, yeah. Should be retired. It should be, actually. That's a good point. Um, he's in Saint-Tropez, by the way. Nice. Because I know... His girlfriend personally very well. Okay. I also look at you. You got the Domi. I, if we don't get Max Domi I on the show, you know Justin. the girlfriend. You know the sisters. I know the family really I'm well. I'm sure you interviewed the dad at some point last year. I actually have never spoken to Ty. Okay. But I know the sisters very well and his girlfriend very well. And she posted a photo that they're in San Tropez, and we were wondering it's where in the life. world he was. So good life. That's your update on that. So are they coming home? Do they have to come home? Does he have to? Do, he Should did like I start liking her photos more? Just be like, oh my god. Hey, nah, by the way, nah, no, I can't. We're, no, we're not like we that. We know close. a lot of people like that, but no, no, you're not, I can't. You're not I'm not going to be a weasel. If it comes naturally, it comes naturally. Brent Gunning, he'd be liking those yeah, photos. Yeah, well, Gunner grinds. Trying, I don't. No, he's trying to get a free drive or <laughs> yeah, trying to get something true. free out of. Uh, okay, so I liked something that Trey Living said yesterday because it's going to be our new. We've always had like what uh, you know the catchphrases. Like Dubis had a lot of catchphrases. Uh, come on, give me one. We Ca- can and we will. No, like uh, what they're looking for in the lineup. Uh, what was the ca- Dubas had it? What was the catchphrase that they used all Berg the time? Berg had truculence. Okay, that was a word, yeah. Dubas has... I don't know. Whatever. We got the new one. 590-590. Let us know what Dubas... <laughs> That's what Dubas said. We've got a lot of 590-590. <laughs> uh, we do have this quote from Trey Living, and I think it's going to be like... I think it's going to be the thing this year. We'll just play okay, it first. Right. You'll see what I mean. You know, one of the things that we were cognizant about is trying to replace some offense that left... But, but there's also specific skill sets we're looking to address, too. Like, to me, I think there's goals with, with Tyler, um, but to me, they're middle ice goals. He gets to middle ice. He gets to blue paint. Um, I think he's a good complement to a lot of our players here where, you know, the skill level that we have, he, he gets to the areas that you have to get to to score goals. So I think he complements that. Um, you know, bringing Max in, I think, I really believe, I, I, I go back, a long ways with Max. I was I was in Arizona when we drafted him. Uh, Shane played a big role in this. Shane was was Max's first captain. I really believe that we're going to see the best version of Max. Um, he 
he has been dying to play in Toronto for a long time. Um, and I think players, having players, wherever you are, having players, it, it, it means a great deal to them to pull on that jersey, I think, is, is important. And, and that's, that's Max. And, and again, um, he's got the ability. He's got, he brings offensive ability. Both these players, I think there's a DNA part of them um, that, you know, we need a little bit more snot to our game. And I think they both bring a little bit of that. Um, so we felt it was a good day yesterday. That's it. Bringing a little bit more snot to our game. That's it this year. They're bringing some more, more snot. snot. It's snot season. <laughs> <laughs> it's snot season for the. I, I'm I'm down with that. It's I think there's something to work season. with there. We we, we got something was, to work with. It was snot killer season. instinct. Killer instinct. Killer I'll instinct. I'll take snot over killer instinct. I like snot way more than killer instinct. If I hear killer instinct this year from somebody in that. Oh, Management office. It's been drilled into Mitch move Marner's on. head. It's snot season. I, I one more question before we move on because yeah. we got to draft. We, we got to do some. We things. got some things here. We can draft in the A list. Are you uh, coming around on Brad for living? I kind of am. The, <laughs> or, okay. the tree, okay. you know, Trey live, yeah. Trey laugh, Trey love. Yeah, you're trying to maybe doesn't. I'm not getting it tatted on my ankle. It's not like snot. No, not with an infinity sign like all the girlies. Back a, in like 1990, right 1990, <laughs> like early 2000s. Um, but I am, I'm the stock has risen. How about that? The tree is growing. I, I feel like he's a little lucky. What do you mean by that? Tyler Bertuzzi should have signed a big deal. Okay, but then and he wasn't signing that deal. You know what never happens? The Leafs get any luck. I know. When I, I saw I, Bruins but, fans upset for the first time in their life on the timeline, I can't believe we didn't get a player. I'm like, welcome to our lives. You guys I'm complain just, about I, one thing. I, and I, you didn't, I was just. <laughs> Maybe a little lucky, but I like where he's going here. I like I, I like what he's done with Bertuzzi and Domi for sure. Just want a little bit more patience. I don't want him to rush the Nylander thing, but I think a little bit more encouraged now than I was six weeks ago. How about I, that? I totally agree. The tree is growing. Let's not chop it down. I'm going tree climbing. <laughs> there you go. Okay. Ah, Blue Jays. <laughs> we got to get some Blue Jays in here. Okay, vibe check is important. There's a lot of negativity on the timeline with the Toronto Blue Jays, understandably, folks. It's the most Ailish segment of all time. But this was actually your idea, so just give yourself some praise because I said... I, I'm wel- welcoming you back. I'm with- like, we need some Blue Jays talk tomorrow, Justin. We need something. But yeah, your tone was like, I don't want to, you know, beat the dead horse here. Yeah, it's tough right now. Okay. But Justin presented a great idea, and we're going to run with it. It's a vibes check, but positives only, folks, Okay. It's Tuesday. It's 4th of July. It's been a long weekend all over the world. The Blue Jays are in Chicago. Let's just flip the script, folks. Let's find positives. And um, let me give you some perspective before we get into this. The Blue Jays are 45 and 40 in 85 games. Last year, at 85 games, they were 45 and 40. The exact same record, folks. Mm. We live in a time is a circle. Weren't they supposed to be better this year? Yes. So just take that as you'd like. I'm just presenting the scene. Last year at this point, at 85 games, Charlie Montoya was three games away from being fired. Mm. There's your perspective. Are we three games away from John Schneider being fired? I don't know. If he he wasn't (laughs) in his first year. Yeah. uh, He might be getting more leash just because he's new. Last year, it's exact. Whoa. (laughs) This is supposed to be positive. I'm just presenting the scene. Okay. This point, they were 16 and a half games back from the Yankees with a two-game hold on the AL wildcard spot. But since this division's a bit funky this year, 
They're 11 games back the Rays, but they're one and a half games out of the third and final wild card spot. So just, just keep your information while you do this. Okay. But there are positives to be ripped from this roster to talk about today. Okay. You want to go first? We're drafting these? Oh, yeah, just give a, give some to the fans. Okay. Uh, I think the number one positive is pretty obvious. Bo Bichette. Bo ah! the number one positive. Okay, shoot, my and, list and, is and, dwindling. And, <laughs> you're, you're, <laughs> uh, yeah, Bo, I mean, you want Bo Bichette? Yeah, no, no, no. No, I'll Bo, take Bo Bichette. Well, I can support And, and I'm going to kind of like spin this forward and yep. maybe, you know, project my opinion on it a little bit. But I think... Bo Bichette being liberated a little bit by his contract status has been the major, major positive because they're doing this song and dance every year with Bo, and we learned that he didn't like the arbitration mm-hmm. process. So now he gets the three years, and he gets to move past that, and he gets to just play baseball, and he gets to just play baseball at an elite level. Uh, this is the best offensive shortstop in the game this season. WRC plus of 136 leads the AL in hits leads mm-hmm. AL shortstops and home runs. He is the best American league shortstop full stop. And it's great to just watch a blue Jays prospect, not a prospect any longer, but a guy who was groomed here, developed here, came up the system, Bo Bichette become one of the league's elite players at his position. And just in general, Bo Bichette having a wonderful season is the number one positive for me. He has turned into the Bo Bichette that we've looked for and had a lot of negative conversation about lots of last season, he's not good enough to be a shortstop. Like people, people saying like, if you had an opportunity to sign either him or Vlad, it was Vlad, no mm-hmm. doubt sentence period. This series turned into the superstar that we had wanted from Bo Bichette. Um, you mentioned his, uh, his AL hits, but he's also second to batting average and he's probably going to be in the batting average title all year long. That's something really hope, special. Yeah. Um, and his defense has improved significantly from last season. And that was the biggest point. Like we knew ball was really great offensively, but there was always like the well, well, but, and this year it's been, it's really been incredible to see that turnaround. Very big positive. Of the Blue Jays is Bo Bichette. Yes, the number one. And then a little space between the next one? No, I think that I would put Kevin Gosman pretty close to okay. that. He, this is why. Blue Jays are probably going to play in a wild card game, I hope. I feel confident. <laughs> Don't make that face. It's positive central today. Right. Um, I feel confident that Kevin Gosman starting game one of a wild card series is a better starting pitcher than most teams out there. Okay. Okay, so you're starting your wild card series with... A bonafide ace. You're very comfortable handing the ball to Kevin Gosman to begin a playoff. 146 strikeouts leads the AL. um, Second in the majors behind Spencer Strider. He leads all pitchers with a 3-8 war and will be deservedly headed to his second all-star game. He has been very, very steady, consistent, a joy to watch on this team. You might have the best hitter and the best pitcher, one-two punch, if you start an all-star game. Maybe it's just complacency. Maybe I'm not. All-star giving, game. I meant wild card game. <laughs> maybe I'm not giving his uh, his uh, his due. Uh, but I don't think he is the most positive story in terms of. No, we said Boba Shit. The pitching staff. Oh. Yeah, because I'm just I'm used to Kevin Gosman being great. I we depend on Kevin Gosman being great, <laughs> so I I kind of overlooked that. I think the 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 number two positive for me overall would be just Jose Brios returning to his inning munching ways um over 101 innings pitched so far top 15 across baseball uh and and, you know he it's not like he was it's not like he couldn't stay on the bump last year at all Mm -hmm. but he went through a lot 
and it was a very inconsistent year. He had some brutal outings. He wasn't the guy that they invested big time money and big time term to. But Jose Brios just bouncing back as way better than a fourth starter, and that's what he entered the season as a fourth starter, graduating into easy three. Really, he's been the number two for this team mm-hmm. overall and being the guy that you kind of paid for. I mean, it's not like he's competing for the Cy Young, but he's doing exactly what you want out of that investment, which is just take the ball, pitch a lot, give your team a chance to win pretty much every time out there. His bounce back, and and maybe it's because I'm not all that bullish on this season, but maybe I'm looking towards the next season, the next season after There's that. A, a Jose Barrios turning this around, very, very important to make sure that this isn't the sort of investment that absolutely crushes a Oof. iteration of this team. The Bo Bichette, Vladdy era, if if Jose Brios is just a pumpkin, can't do it anymore, what that would have meant for this season and beyond would have been pretty catastrophic. So Barrios bouncing back, my number two punch. A pretty good one-two punch. Gosman and Brios. There you go. And Chris Bassett, who's on the mound today, has been a positive story. How about Kikuchi becoming good? Yeah. Good. Is he? Your, is that your second? No. No. I was gonna. But lump, I'm just giving some praise. Like this I was gonna lump Barrios and Kikuchi together, but I was like, but then, oh, no. I might run out of. No, 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 no. I can put them in there. Um, how big of a stretch is it to say on the cusp? Hanjun Ryu is. That's your. No, that's Justin, your second positive. I'm just. Just kind of playing it off to see how you'd react. Here's a positive. The Blue Jays fan base is consuming Looney Dogs at an alarming rate. (laughs) Go with Ryu, please. At an alarming rate. Go with Ryu. I'm actually almost concerned by our consumption numbers, but somebody out there was inspired by yours truly and a community formed and the amount of Looney Dogs being consumed is astronomical. So that's a pause of the season. And I look forward to seeing those yeah, numbers that's, rise. That's a, that's a pat on the back for you. How about the additions this off season? Kevin Kiermeyer, Brandon huh? Belt, uh, Chris really? Bassett, Swanson. Uh, he had just had like the best month of MLB players. Does he look show, like hey. a, a number three hitter? No, he doesn't. They team. need a number, they need a better hitter than him. But yeah. he had the, one of the best months in the MLB last year, last okay, month. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, just yeah. To yeah. eliminate Shohei, uh, Eric Swanson. Okay, you're just taking all of them. You got to decide. Better than expected. What's your next? Hey, great text in though. I want to read this one because <laughs> you're just- Rick and Niagara. He says Blue Jays vibe check. Remember when we were scared seeing Trevor Richards and now he's Mister Reliable. Positive. That's, that's a positive. I got T. Rich on the board. Kevin, go ahead. I, I, I'm. Can I have Kevin Kiermaier? Or did you take everybody? You can have Kevin Kiermaier. Okay, I need I dreamy need, eyes. Uh, yeah, I need Steve Felon to uh, find out if he's actually the best number nine hitter in baseball. But I think there's a good possibility that he is. I, I don't know one other number nine hitter that even resonates in my brain. Well, so no, there's one, the no answer. one resonates like well, Kevin go. Kiermaier. But he's uh, third among Blue Jays uh, position players, rather in WAR and. Just anecdotally, the team is so much better when he's in the lineup. Does it not seem that way? Like he's had a couple injury things. Well, I was going to say been out recently, and it's just it. like what? What? It just, you're missing something if you don't have Kevin Kiermaier patrolling center field. He has come in and given you value on the dollar. Mm-hmm. He has come in and being an elite nine hitter, at least in the context of what he provides to you. And he was in the conversation for the All Star game. Didn't get there, but he was in the conversation for it. I think Kevin Kiermaier has been an immense positive. I only wish they got two years out of it. I would say that he was certainly one of mine. I know I listed off a few. Um, the biggest knock about having Kevin Kiermaier join this team was injury concerns. And last year he played 63 games. He's already played 
more than that so far this season. Knock on wood, because he's got a little bit of bumps and bruises at this point, but Mm -hmm. that has already been an impressive addition. Defensively, he's everything and more than he was advertised, right? And the fans like him a lot. The fans do like him. Jamie Campbell. Deservedly so. And And Ailish Forfar. And Justin Cuthbert. And Tiff in the text line always brings up Kevin Kevin Kiermaier. Yeah, so whatever. He's a that's fan a, favorite. That's a positive. He's a fan favorite before he got here or before he did and he, much. And he but lived, he lived up, to, up it. to it. And that's important. There's reason you to get excited. can't let people down, Kevin Kiermaier, and he wouldn't do that to he us. Hasn't done it. Um, I love that we got some texts in the, at 590-590 because we are positive people. Do the Blue Jays have snot? No. <laughs> <laughs> no? Mm. Kiermaier's got a little snot. You, it might I be too pretty to have, have like snot. snot snot. No, you know what? They don't have snot. They lose games like on like little dumb mental mistakes. They don't have like grit. The Argos have grit. They can't close. That's snot. right. They can't close out. Like get a little grit. And you know who needs grit? John Schneider. Mm. He's got to do the tough thing and like call one person out ever in his life. Yeah. Yeah, he does. Greg in Toronto says Jays are just a clean up hitter away. Big ass. But you know, it's around the corner. Of the trade deadline. Ass. Uh, the Red Sox have snot against the Blue Jays. Yeah, that's like so that's 100%. a team that, that digs. They got like, grit. I, I feel like they're lacking snot otherwise, but against the Blue Jays, it's like snot. Ugh. Boston. Uh, okay, Blue Jays are back in action tonight. Get on a day off yesterday, so they better bring it. Chicago White Sox, 8 p.m. <sighs> that time zone just messes the, up your best. night, eh? Uh, Sportsnet, Sportsnet Now, Sportsnet 590 fans, streaming on sportsnet.ca slash 590 and the Sportsnet app. Anywhere you can get it, you will get it. It's Chris Bassett on the mound. Looking forward to seeing that. We'll tee that up later. We got Blake on at 730 and we'll do some little wake and rake props for that. Uh, let's take a break because we want to do our 4th of July athlete barbecue party draft. Another draft. I'm back to back with the drafts. You know what? I was at the draft last week and all I want to do is draft. <laughs> And want to hear my name called to walk down the stairs yeah, with my family I don't there. blame you. Okay, that's next in the A-list. Sportsnet 590, the fan. Now, it's time for hey, the A-list. Bing bong. Bing bong. Bing bong. What's baby? Okay, happy 4th of July. The Americans know how to BBQ. They know how to party it up. Everything's bigger and bolder and Brasher down south. Yeah. So we are going to draft five American-born athletes that we would want at our barbecue if we were having one today. And we'd have to we'd have to show out because, as you mentioned, they don't do bigger it. and brasher. Like if I, you can't mess around if you're going to have Americans at your party, you would need smokers, like a lot of meat. That, that that's what I meant. Like a, a meat smoker, yeah. uh, which I actually had some this weekend. Pulled pork and a meat smoker was, oh my God, amazing. And also somebody did mac and cheese in there. And it was just like, hey, we'll get into the another day. Very good. Lots of beers, fireworks. Mm-hmm. I hate fireworks. Yeah, because dogs don't like them. Um, okay, uh, you lead off. Rob Gronkowski. Ooh, didn't think about Gronk. Are you kidding me? He is like the epitome of a barbecue guest that's American. That's it? Well, that's the explanation. What else do you want me to say? Okay. He's it's Gronk. First he's, overall pick is Gronk. He's going to absolutely bring it and he'll be hilarious to hang out with and I'm sure there would be stories that I would hear that I would love and he would never take his foot off the gas pedal. Um uh, I'm going to go in that vein, but a little bit more of a veteran guy. Okay. John Daly. 
That was my second pick. I need, I need, oh, John, I I need John Daly, and I, I'm glad I switched it up there because he was going to be my second pick as well. I'm going John Daly because I need stories. Mm-hmm. I need someone who's going to be setting a sort of a bit of a pace with the beers. I need someone who can be a bit of, not the mascot, but someone, someone that's being gravitated towards Need that person who's at the center of it. John Daly's that guy. I was. I should have taken him first, but I thought, no way you'd think of him. Yeah, if you started with Daly Gronk, what do you mean no way I would think? Okay, Phil Kessel. All right. Phil the Thrill, he'd bring, he, he brings a little bit more of like a chill vibe to him, but mm-hmm. he knows how to how to get into get one. Get everyone laughing. He'd get everyone laughing, and I just, I have lots of questions for Phil. Um, So I'd like Phil Kessel at my barbecue. Okay, I'm going to go with my tight end. I'm going to go with Travis Kelsey. Kate, if I showed you my list, this is literally every other person I have written down. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm having to switch it up because I was going to go with people that were more specific to me, but I'm getting a feeling that you might have went that route, so I'm getting those people out of the way. Travis Kelsey, he's a fun guy. Let's let's be honest. He's he's going to be the one guy who puts himself out there. He There's something about tight ends, I guess. I think yeah, that's important fun. to have a tight end. We both have a tight end there. But yeah, Travis Kelsey's fun. Everyone wants to talk to Travis Kelsey. Uh, He's probably going to like bring fun people too, which I think is a good thing. I, Travis Kelsey. You're not allowed to have more guests. It's five. Capped at five. No guests. Okay, well. It's a private party. You know, if it, the party spills elsewhere, maybe he'll be able okay, to connect that up. Matthew Kachuk. Okay. Yes. He get to the buses. You know, he's a fun guy. He's going he's gonna to bring it. And okay, he comes from a lineage of family that would bring it. So I, I think that's important. <laughs> he comes from a lineage of family that can bring it. Okay, that's that's fair. Uh, I'm gonna go a little less. Yeah, this is this is getting out off the rails, kind yeah, of. Yeah, it's. I want to like reel it back in a little bit, but not not to the extent have, where it's gonna get perfect. Boring. Next, per- I'm going pick. Trevor Zegris. I'm going Trevor Zegris because he's gonna be one of those guys. He's your buddy who can't stand still. He, and he's, he like, want, he's like, hey, let's do this. Let's play. Let's play this game. Let's do. I think he'll bring a little Cornhole. bit of that where it's just like, hey, let's do more than just slug beers here. Trevor Zegers going to bring some sort of fun kid like nature to it to make sure that we're not just, you know, we're not going down the degenerate hole too much. We're having some fun. We're playing some games. We're doing some other things. The most important pick that I will make is Charles Davis. Mm. Yes, I should have. I need Charles Davis I there. Have. A little bit of a parental figure, but a kind, sweet soul. You know he loved, he'd work on the barbecue, he'd be a good dad, but also I would want to sit with him and chat and just, I want to hear from Charles. What's your team? Charles Davis. Charles, Gronk. Gronk, that works. Phil Kessel and Kachuk. Okay, yeah. My team is electric. They'll all get along. Charles Davis is coming to my party and he has no choice. Okay, you're not going to like this one. Oh, no. Uh, I'm going Jay Cutler. Jay That's Cutler. So have, you ever wa- have you ever watched Very Cavallari? No. I, Do you know you who Kristen speak? Cavallari yeah, is? Yeah, I know who she is. I've been told, and this is true, I was told to watch it because Jay Cutler is me. Jay Cutler and I would get each other, I think. He's got the same sense of humor. Interesting. He, so he has no humor. It, maybe it's just a little different. <laughs> it's a different humor, Ailish. A different humor. I need someone who's a little bit more understated, mm. who I might go to when things are getting a little bit out of control. Someone who gets me. And I think he would get me as well. Jay Cutler is on my team. Okay, I have to do it because it's a special day, Joey Chestnut. Because I want to give him a shot at redemption. Me? I want to give him a shot at You're redemption. You're bringing the guy who's like guaranteed to mess up the bathroom, <laughs> smell no, no, a no. little. It doesn't have to be a hot dog eating competition, but maybe the amount of food you got to bring to your own party to keep him satisfied. 
I'm stand giving, by him, it, stand I'm by giving it. him a shot at redemption for our small meeting. Yeah, he also let you down. So I give people an opportunity to prove who they really are. And so he's getting a second shot in today's that was your all, fifth pick? It's all about Joey Chestnut. So I'll invite him to my party. Okay. That's fine. I had a second well we you have a celebrity guest too. Okay, let me uh let me make my fifth Okay. I, I, okay, so I got John Daly, little wild, Travis Kelsey, little wild, Zegris, fun guy, Cutler, little understated. I'm going another wild card. Give me Ryan Lochte. I want someone who might like I have to worry about them getting home. Ryan Lochte. Oh God, Justin. <laughs> this is the weirdest thing I've ever heard from. What's you. wrong with Ryan Lochte? Didn't he's a wild card. Didn't he have some issues? Yeah, and I want to. It's that type of party where I want to. Oh, I want to be a little concerned about the uh, the. You want to worry about people my, the entire barbecue. I want to be concerned nice. about the whereabouts of my guests as they leave my house. Okay, Ryan Lochte because he's a maniac. Okay, th- then my extra pick is Charles Barkley, and I should have taken him over Joey Chestnut, but I got peer pressured by myself. I want to talk about. I want to set up golf games. I want to see Charles Barkley do a little gambling. I want to hear about his famous rich friends, and he will bring. Just a level of boisterousness mm. that this party needs. Okay, so like that's an athlete. Can I t- choose anyone? Yeah, whatever. Uh, you pick like a singer? No, I don't have anyone. Like, you well, then no, me. that's like, fine. I got, that I was, was my gonna, guess. Bryce Harper was going to be my. Well, that's next. a good one. Then Bryce Harper. There you go. Bryce Harper, maybe a little like maybe the patriotism would be off the charts. It feels like a little bit. You know, he'd show up in like a Canada, uh, sorry, an American speedo for sure. He, yeah, but I feel like you might need that and, and those it, cool goggle things. And he'd be down for whatever. Yeah. Okay, so Bryce let's, Harper would be my last one. Let's go through our team: Gronk, Castle, Matthew Kachuk, Charles Davis, absolute the best pick of the day. Joey Chestnut, and Charles Barkley, and I've got John Daly, Travis Kelsey, Trevor Zegras. Jay Cutler, <laughs> so weird. Ryan Lochte, and Bryce Harper. You have some of the strangest I've got names, characters, man. So do I. Anyway, whose barbecue would you rather go to? Five ninety, five ninety. I'm taking all the listeners, American or not. You can come to my party. You just said no guess. Well, I changed my mind. Okay, Luke. We didn't do our immaculate grid today. We'll find a time for it because I looked at it today and there's leaves on it, so we're good. Uh, we'll find a spot. Luke Fox joins us after the break. I saw him in Nashville. He could come to my barbecue. Luke Fox can hang. He is born for Nashville. This guy. He just posts up at the bar. Born he's got he's got one arm and he's just jamming. He loves music. It's Luke jukebox. Yeah, Luke Fox, and he loves the music. And I think we got a lot closer in the last week. Let's see if he. See if he Feels remembers. the same? I hope. Luke Fox next.